Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 369, Death to Diet Confusion, by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your narrator of blogs covering health and fitness. Hey, happy Thursday. Welcome to the show where I read to you from some of the most popular blogs out there, always with permission from the sites. Now, yesterday I was talking about eating more mindfully and I read a post from Leo Babauta of Zen Habits about that very topic. Something I forgot to mention was if you're really interested in this idea of mindful eating, take a moment to look up Dr. Dean Ornish, O-R-N-I-S-H. He's kind of like the pioneer when it comes to mindful eating and has done a lot of wonderful research on this topic. So again, that's Dr. Dean Ornish if you're interested in mindful eating. But let's switch gears. Let's talk about diet confusion. Hear today's post and continue optimizing your life. Death to Diet Confusion by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. There are proponents for every type of diet and nutrition strategy, whether the primary goal is getting as lean as possible or simply improving overall health. But we really need to bring an end to all of the diet confusion. For starters, listen to this list and see how many of these diet strategies you've heard of. Low fat, low carb, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, high animal protein consumption, nutrient timing, eat only natural unprocessed foods, Intermittent fasting. Remove entire foods and food groups from the diet. Examples, not eating fruit, vegetables, meat, dairy, grains, beans and legumes, nuts, or oil. I have read literature supporting all of these. Information claiming that you will gain body fat if you eat fat and carbs in the same meal. Eating for your blood type. Eating only raw foods. Information claiming that you will gain body fat if you eat simple carbs at any other time besides post-workout. Information that suggests you must eat five to six or more small meals throughout the day if you want to lose body fat. How many of those methods and tips have you heard of? And please keep in mind that this is a very short list. I have read literature and websites that tell people not to eat fruit. Websites and information telling people not to eat potatoes. People advising others to never eat grains. People saying you cannot get lean or healthy with a moderate to high carbohydrate diet. Here are yet more examples of various nutrition strategies for building muscle and losing body fat. Don't eat fat before strength training. Don't eat carbs before strength training. Don't eat protein before strength training. I have read literature promoting all of those statements. There are literally people arguing nutrition strategies from every side imaginable. It is no wonder people are more confused and frustrated more than ever. 
Enough already. Adopting a healthy lifestyle should make your life less stressful and more fulfilling and rewarding. Following these crazy strict rules definitely does not do that. So what is the right answer? I'm not going to say I have the right answer or the holy grail for better health and better body composition. However, I do have some strong principles that have not only proven to be effective in real-world experiences, but are also upheld by legitimate research. If your main concerns are losing some excess body fat and improving your overall health, then these principles are a great start. And best of all, they are simple. Look, if your primary goal is to be lean and healthy, then you don't need strict rules that you must follow every day. Unless you are stepping on stage soon for a figure or bodybuilding competition, you can achieve awesome results with simple guidelines that are stress-free. Note, don't stress out about following these guidelines for every meal for the rest of your life. I do believe in the 90% rule. If you follow these guidelines 90% of the time, you will still get great results. Also, feel free to tweak these guidelines according to what you prefer and what fits your life. One, eat real food. Yes, I always recommend this, and this one will never change. The fact of the matter is that you fuel your body much better when you eat real food. Long story short, real food is better for you, period. Two, be a smart consumer. Know where your food comes from, especially meat products. Most people just buy meat at the store and don't think twice about it. Truth is, you're not getting high-quality meat from Walmart. It's factory-farmed, hormone-filled meat that isn't near as nutritious as grass-fed, farm-raised animals. If you're going to eat meat, make sure you know where it comes from. 3. Eat when you're hungry. I'm amazed at how many people no longer know what hunger feels like. Westerners are programmed to think they have to eat at set times during the day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or, as of most recently, people think they have to eat multiple meals each day. Now, this tip isn't popular, but I have found that it helps a lot of people when they learn to listen to their body. Forget about all the set rules about meal frequency and all of that. Eat when you're hungry. If that means you don't eat your first meal of the day until 10 a.m. or later, so be it. Four, don't eat unless you are hungry. While this one should be a no-brainer, we tend to eat whenever something is offered to us or if food is lying around. It's not uncommon for us to eat dinner, feel satisfied, and then eat dessert simply because it's there or it's offered to us. We need to listen to our bodies and eat when we're hungry and not eat when we're not. I know some of these nutrition tips are different, but they're simple to apply and are stress-free. However, there are exceptions to every rule. While I recommend you eat things in their natural state, i.e. real food, per the first guideline I just mentioned, there are other items you may consume frequently that don't fit this rule. For example, Ezekiel bread. It's the only bread I eat, but you can't walk outside and find it lying around. Technically, it's processed food, but it's a much better alternative to white bread and even some of the wheat breads that are out there. The main lesson here, we need to stop following crazy strict rules and regulations when it comes to food. We need to stop stressing over everything we eat and at every meal. While some people thrive on strict guidelines, I find that is usually the exception and not the rule. Find what works for you. Feel free to experiment with different methods and find the one that you like. No two people are the same. That is why there is no one method that will work for everyone. Keep the nutrition guidelines simple and basic, and then go from there. Stop overthinking everything. If you spend too much time each day thinking about what you're going to eat and when, or if you find you're stressed out when it comes to food, then it's time for a change. It's time to put an end to diet confusion and adopt something simple that you can do for a lifetime. 
You just listened to the post titled Death to Diet Confusion by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I love Nia's suggestions and I'm gonna actually go through each one and add just a little bit to what she said. So let's go back to the very first tip. Eat real food. I love that Nia mentioned that this isn't always possible and sometimes processing is okay. Like finding good breads out there, you're not probably gonna make bread at home all the time. So one trick I use when it comes to eating real food or finding foods that are closest to their original state is look at the ingredients list, especially for packaged products. When you look at the ingredients list, try and find foods that have five or fewer ingredients. That's because usually when a food has more than five ingredients listed, it's probably gonna contain some of those hard to pronounce additives and preservatives that we probably don't need. Tip number two was being a smart consumer. What I wanna add to that is when you're at the grocery store, remember that food manufacturers will pay extra to have their products at eye level. So when you're walking down the aisle, you'll notice that the kids' cereals are around waist height for most adults. I'm not that tall, so maybe it's closer to, oh, rib height for me. That's done by design. Companies that sell kids' cereals purposely want their cereals at, oh, eye level for children's height. So when children are bouncing around that grocery store aisle, the first thing they see are those cereals. So sometimes those products that are made by smaller companies, those more natural or more nutritious products will be at the very top shelf or on the very bottom shelf. So don't forget to look there when you're shopping for foods. Tip number three was eating when you're hungry. I've mentioned this many times on this podcast before. We often eat for many other reasons besides hunger. We eat when we're bored or out of habit. Maybe it's the first thing we do when we get home from work or school. We go right to the fridge. Not because we're hungry, it's just because that's what we're used to doing. Or we like to munch when we're watching the game. Not really hungry, just, hey, it's what we normally do. And this kind of goes back to the idea of mindful eating, which was yesterday's post. So before you reach for that snack, before you start to have that dessert, ask yourself, am I really hungry? Or am I just eating this because of habit or because of my emotional state at this moment? Tip number four was related in that Nia mentioned don't eat unless you are hungry. What's fascinating is they've done studies on those who consume five or six small meals each day as opposed to just eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner and sticking to the three meals a day. And what they found was when people force themselves to switch to more frequent smaller meals, they actually consume more calories. And so if they were trying to lose weight, it actually backfired. 
So again, it comes down to what suits you, what suits you and your lifestyle and your preferences. It's not gonna be perfect the first time out. You're gonna need to tinker with your plan and that's okay, that's part of the process. But you're gonna learn so much about yourself along the way and you're gonna hone in on, hopefully, the plan that most suits you and something that you can follow for years to come. So have patience with yourself and it'll be so worth it in the end. All right, that's it for today. I hope you're having a great week. Thank you for listening all the way through. I'll be back tomorrow with my usual Friday Q&A. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.